Thank you for joining us today for the Cybersecurity Guide podcast. My name is Steve Bocut. I'm a writer and an editor for Cybersecurity Guide and the podcast's host. We appreciate your listening. Today, our guest is VNA Luna. She's a cybersecurity supervision specialist and a recent graduate of a cybersecurity boot camp. The topic for today is we're going to discuss the pros and cons of an accelerated cybersecurity education versus a more traditional university approach. VNA is the perfect guest for this topic. Uh, I'm going to read her a little short bio here and you'll see why. So VNA Luna is a cybersecurity supervision specialist with a robust educational background, including a bachelor's degree in journalism and Spanish from the University of Texas at Austin and a dual master's degree in public administration from Columbia University and the Hurdy School. She is currently enhancing her expertise by pursuing a BS in cybersecurity and information assurance. She holds... CompTIA's Security Plus and Microsoft's Azure Fundamentals, and her cybersecurity proficiency spans system security, network security, and risk assessment. So she has a very robust and well-rounded education, uh, both in a traditional university approach as well as an accelerated approach. So with that, welcome, BNA. Thank you for joining me today. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. All right. We appreciate your time. I think this is going to be a great show. I've been looking forward to it for a couple of weeks now. And I think that you're going to have some valuable insights for our audience, particularly those people in the audience that are thinking about, do I do a boot camp? Do I just go for the degree? Or maybe they'll decide to do both like you, but we'll talk through that. So before we get started with that, I think the audience would really like to learn a little bit more about you. So um, tell us, how you got interested in cybersecurity. How did that happen for you? Right, so cybersecurity, I first was introduced to the term cybersecurity when I was in grad school. I was actually Mm -hmm. at the Hurdy School and we're talking about cyber warfare. And I thought that was so interesting in how uh, many nation states use uh, cyber as a form, as a tool, right? Uh, As a cyber warfare tool. And so I thought that was so interesting. Um, Although I wasn't really interested in more of the political policy side, the tech part sounded really fun. Um, But at that time, I think it was um, early 2010, 2013, around there, there weren't many programs that that provided that education or provided a route uh, to have a career in cybersecurity. So at that moment, I just entertained the... um, by using programs like Try Hack Me, uh, Hack the Box, so sure. more things on my own until right. I found something that I wanted to pursue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you might say relatively late in your academic career then. So your first love, it looks like from your bio, that your first love was journalism and teaching and those kinds of things. And so your interest in uh, technology and cybersecurity came after that. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, I think for me, teaching, I realized was more of a passion of mentoring youth and not my career choice. So uh, I learned to distinguish that early on and I can do both now. Just in Excellent, there you go. Yeah. Now. You can do it all. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the decision-making process and specifically, um, if you could talk to us about how you decided to choose a boot camp and not 
necessarily which boot camp. We'll talk about the you know the specific selection criteria here in a minute. But how did you decide to choose a boot camp over just going directly for a more traditional uh, degree? And yes. and obviously it's going to be different for everybody. I guess mm -hmm. we should put that out there right up front. We don't expect that your experience, your life experience, is going to be the same as everyone else. But I think it will be interesting to see how that happened for you. Yes. So there's two reasons, time and money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. For a lot of us, that's the reasons we do the things we do, right? <laughs> right. And so a, a more traditional uh, degree would require more money, upfront tuition. You're lucky maybe if you get some uh, scholarship or some aid, government aid. Uh, so that for me, I, I would love that, but I wanted to make that transition pretty quickly and that this is where time comes in. And I heard I had learned that boot camps we were awarded that flexibility, so we could complete it uh, on our downtime when we're not working. We could skip days if we, we didn't uh, have the time, and more uh, instead, like where you would see in a traditional uh, more type of schooling that you would have to be to dedicate a certain amount of time, uh, complete by a certain amount of uh, a certain deadline. And I, at that time, I wanted to continue working full time, but uh, and only dedicate the time that I could to studying and make that transition. So for me, I decided to go with the boot camp first. Okay. Um, I had heard success stories, so I knew they worked. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, so it took a lot, a lot uh, of research, but I eventually landed on the right one. Okay. So time and money, which is very common. And, and for you, that sounds like the time was both, uh, the time investment was two factors, really. You wanted to get through the program so you could work in that field as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And you also wanted to keep working while you were doing it. So you needed to not maybe spend, you know, all day, every day, like you would probably do in a university course, or at right. least, and, and maybe this is just my perception, because you you're the expert here. My perception is that a an accelerated course probably doesn't take as many hours out of each, let's say, week than maybe a university course does. Is that is that even true? Or maybe maybe it's the other way That's around correct. because of accelerated. That is okay. Mm -hmm. So you could work full time fairly comfortably, at least in your case, you could work full time and do the accelerated boot camp um, and get through it much faster than you would have if you decided to go get a bachelor's degree um, first thing. Okay. Um, so, um, and we, we haven't talked about it yet. So which, um, which boot camp did you choose? I chose Springboard, uh, okay. the Springboard boot camp. I actually, my, the teacher next door, my neighbor was doing that boot camp, but she was doing it for software engineering and she introduced oh, okay. it, them to me. So okay. I had, I was already looking at some. And it was just a funny coincidence that she also, that she was actually pursuing a tech Excellent. career as well. But uh, I looked at them and they had just added the cybersecurity bootcamp, which was okay. also really funny. And yeah, it was just a, an uh, amazing choice for me. It offered the flexibility. Um, they had a, a tiny scholarship that they gave me, but hey, I'll take anything <laughs> for women um, in tech. And uh, they also what I liked about them is that they offered um, a, a wholesome approach to their program. So career uh, coaching, um, 
TAs, um, and um, we were had access to our cohort. So uh, that was uh, those were the determining factors and the time, of course. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So you did. Um, it sounds like you did look at other programs, or mm -hmm. at least peripherally, you looked at what other programs may offer and springboard is the one that that worked best for your particular situation and uh and this is not really an endorsement of that particular program but i'm glad that it worked for you but there are lots mm -hmm. of programs out there and oh, for yes. other individuals they may find it a different program although i like that somebody you knew and trusted was mm -hmm. doing that because that's you know you certainly don't want to overlook that um, exactly you know, all of the boot camps out there could be confusing trying to pick which one you want to pick. But if you know somebody that you respect and they're already done or are doing one, mm -hmm. that's a, a great endorsement. All right. So let's, let's talk about how it worked out for you a little bit. So what you obviously had something in your mind, you had some expectation and, and then verse, you know, compare that if you will, against the reality. So how did it work out? Was it what you expected it to be? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> it was a lot more difficult <laughs> than I thought it would be because I was had okay. yes, I had no tech skills. Um, okay. Like, like I mean, I I use a computer, but not any cyber tech skills, not hands-on skills. So, uh, I again, I, I I was a little frightened because I was like, oh, we have it's an accelerated program. Will I have the? <laughs> will I learn yeah. everything I need to learn? So, uh, that was um interesting. I think the most the most surprising factor or that I came upon and most students will is a lot of it is up to the student. So if you like anything, if you, there's no effort put into it, um, you're going to complete the program, but you will have nothing to show for it. So as much as you invest is what you will receive in return. So I learned that early on, thanks to my friend. And um, yeah, I, I made it the, the the best I could, the best opportunity I could. And it helped me out tremendously. I got to meet incredible people. I learned a lot um, yeah. and uh, yeah, got a job. So it worked out. That's, that is <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, all right. So there are concerns that, that when I talk to people in the industry about um, education, cybersecurity education in, in any form, there are different concerns and, and, mm -hmm. um, one of them is going to be kind of, as you've described, that that learning experience is going to be too rigorous. So maybe you could give us an idea. And I know there again, this is it's not a terribly fair question, only because it's going to vary from each person. And and like you said, you came to it with very little technical background. And so you may have spent more hours mm -hmm. um, trying to catch up. Uh, where someone who's been working in a tech field or maybe even working in cybersecurity for a number of years uh, may not have to put that much. Can you can you give us a sense for how how rigor, rigorous was it? How many hours a day or a week? Or uh, did it dominate your life for a period of time? Or was it just something you could spend a couple hours in the evenings or on the weekends? How did that work for you? Right. So I had an, the program at that time was six months. So... Okay. They said, it's up to you as long as you complete it in six months. <laughs> and so I said uh, uh, a little, they have a, this little uh, timer thing where you I set it to 11 hours per week. Oh, okay. Sometimes I could do more, but minimum 11 hours. So right. I, I put my timer on the program that I was going to do minimum 12, 11 hours and I would dedicate my time to that. And I made sure I did. 
I could do more if I had the time, but at least that amount of time per week. So okay. that's how I did it. And yes, it's um very, yeah, it's time intensive, especially if there are certain parts that you don't understand. For example, network security was very difficult, but so, uh, now it's one of my favorite things. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it, 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 it obviously depends on how much time also you want to focus on each area. Uh, okay. of the security that they offer yeah so it's completely self-paced mm -hmm. uh, which is a good thing it's very flexible but kind of the other side of that coin might be how do you get you know interaction with peers other people taking the class or the instructor i mean mm -hmm. was there sufficient uh interaction for you and and did you lean on that quite a bit or were you just, cause you sound to me like you're, you're pretty self-disciplined, right? Mm -hmm. 11 hours a week minimum. That's what I'm going to do. And mm -hmm. you stick with it. But how about that, that interaction with others, both the instructors and or peers, how did that work? So the best they tried to accommodate that with is they offered a mentor that we saw every week we were, uh, that was required. So we would spend time with them talking about our coursework, our career, uh, objectives. Uh, we also had a career coach. The cohort, we had a, a Slack group, correct? If I, I, we had a group where we would talk to our, each other and just kind of like rely on each other in case we had questions. However, that was not mandatory. So if I did not want to talk to anyone, I didn't have to, um, which is for, for an introvert like me, <laughs> that was okay <Yeah>. sometimes. <laughs> but um, but I think that it doesn't force you to do that. So if someone that is like an introvert like me, that you don't gain those relationships that you probably would in the classroom. And I think right. that's also an important factor to consider. If that is important to you, um, maybe that's not the best choice. However, but the options are there to connect, and you do group work. Of some. oh, you do. Yes, we okay. do group work. I think uh, there are like few projects that we do group work. But again, you could just—it's uh, all online. And yeah, up to the group itself. But um, yeah, you don't see them like you went into your classroom. But I guess it would be like online cl uh, online classes nowadays, right? Yeah. Same. Which have become quite popular. I mean, there's yes. there's an awful lot of those around. Okay, so that's interesting. So there was some group work. Um, so it's self-paced, but if you're involved in a group, then you're going to go the speed of the group, right? At least for right. those portions, those sections that are, you know, that you're working with the group on. So that that would kind of dictate how quickly you're moving through it, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Um, so let's, let's focus a little bit on how that worked for you. So post boot camp opportunities, have you seen, what have you seen that that has done for you? And I, and I know you're quite well educated, so mm -hmm. it's probably hard for you to say, well, this, this particular boot camp brought these opportunities because you know, you're, you're educated uh, in other ways as well, but can you kind of identify for the audience, what opportunities may have come your way because of the boot camp? Yes. So even though I do have uh, a bachelor's degree and a master's degree, um, most organizations do not care if you do not have the technical skills. There are, you know, some organizations that hire without a, a bachelor's degree. They, mm -hmm. There's like these, I don't know, cyber ninjas that somehow get through life without having, you know, to have the education, but they do have that background and interest that manage to get these uh, cyber jobs. Yeah. Um, so the, the most important part is, are, are the skills. And um, so the, the boot camp introduced me to um, 
groups, organizations, uh, they introduced me to the necessary skills to find a job um, and also helped me with my resume to tailor it for a tech job, which is like very tricky out there. If, um, resumes, you know, are all uh, gathered uh, through like these, their computer systems and filtered out through by looking through certain words. And so I, they made sure we were fully prepared to uh, uh, have our resumes be given to these tech companies or cyber organizations. So because of that and you know my knowledge of cyber, I was able to then um, apply. Actually, my job, my first job was through LinkedIn and they, a recruiter reached out and I had mm-hmm. tailored my LinkedIn page uh, according to uh, Springboard's um, uh, guidelines. So yeah. they made sh- they knew what was hot at that time or even now, and so I made sure that it it was fully ready uh, for a recruit to come get me, and they did. So that was oh. actually really interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's encouraging to me. So I hadn't really thought of boot camps as having that aspect at all. A more a university type education, you're going to take classes on how to find a job and mm-hmm. you know, how to put your resume together and all of that. So I guess I, in my mind, I thought, well, these boot camps probably don't take the time to do that because it's so intensive and it's fast paced and they probably figure you're going to have to get that education on your own. But at least in your case, that was a big part of your success is learning how to get the job that you've been trained to do, right? Yes, correct. And we were also had to do exit interviews, which mimicked the okay. interviews for a job. And I would say they were way harder yeah, than really? my <laughs> job interviews. So they, they, yeah. So and they have. I think a lot of these boot camps know that you know they're competing with these universities, and they have to offer um, yeah. some of uh, uh, these opportunities for students to take advantage of. Well, that's cool. That's I. I didn't realize that. All right. So let's uh, let's extract from you some advice so um advice for prospective students if do you have anything that you would like to offer our audience people who are thinking about boot camp versus a traditional university approach what would you tell them uh i think first that uh, the career transition uh or just joining cybersecurity in general or any tech um career is very necessary to be fully dedicated to it so uh, for example, uh, for me, if I were to have started with, I'm currently in Western Governors University, if I would have started then, it is a full-time commitment. It would take semesters for me to graduate. Uh, and and that's not very, something that's not very, should be taken lighthearted. Also as well, um, the tuition and time, there must be time and, and money dedicated to to going to school. Uh, yeah, even though a boot camp is also is a little bit more lenient in time, it still costs money, right? And so, um, just weigh outweigh both of them and see which is more uh, which is better for the individual. Uh, what skills they would like to gain, um, how they would like to receive those classes, uh, or that information is very important. But also, it all depends on the person and how much they want to gain from the experience. I thought many students go into these boot camps and think I'm going to complete the boot camp and get a job. And that's not the case. If you don't have that extra that extra drive to learn more about a topic, uh, to gain those certifications during the boot camp, or to even approach a career coach to help you with your resume, there's just no way. And employers will see right through that. 
great. You completed a bootcamp, but what do you really know? Do you really like cybersecurity? What have you done so far to show us that you actually really want to pursue this career? So. That sounds like great advice. Thank you. I appreciate that. So given the exposure you've had now, um, and obviously this is just going to be your opinion, there's no way for you to know this, but would you, would you suggest that we'll see an increase of people entering the workforce that have their cybersecurity education basically from a boot camp, or do you think maybe that's seen its apex and it's declining? What do you think? That's really, that's a good question. I've actually, most of the people in my network, for example, LinkedIn have gone not the traditional route. Okay. So they kind of do their formal education after mm -hmm. they do their certificate uh, okay. or a boot camp so, or self-taught. And then mm -hmm. they, well, now I can have the money <laughs> to actually pursue a degree. Um, and a lot of these employers recognize that. And so then they offer also to pay for that degree when you start working. But yeah, most, I, from what I have seen um, is do they start off with a non-traditional route? And okay. I feel like that's going to be, as the need increases for these cybersecurity analysts or uh, any entry position that just as long as people have these skills, um, that's good enough. Yeah, interesting. So, so maybe um, the boot camp that you chose, Springboard, maybe their their choice of a name was pretty good, right? So it <laughs> it's really yeah. just a springboard to get you into the industry. So now yes. you work, but it's not the end all be all of your cybersecurity education. It's just Korean. the springboard Korean. to get you your your first job in the in the industry. Now you start to get some experience, and then if you're a VNA, you go back and get more education as well. So speaking of that, what what does the future look like for you? Do you have any additional goals? I know you're working on a BS now. Uh, do you see any more, um, you know, advanced degrees in cybersecurity, or you think you're done with education? Oh no, I was a teacher first, so I will always be learning. I always love... be. I, I, <laughs> yes, I, I, I somehow knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> yes, I love learning, and cybersecurity is constantly evolving. So much, you know, you know something one day and something new pops up the next day. And so uh, in order to be really uh, have your pulse on the industry, you have to keep learning. Uh, for me, the, right now, I'm focusing on uh, my university, finishing that degree, uh, getting my certs. Uh, I'm really interested in uh, cloud um, technology. So I'm leaning more towards the CSSP kind of certifications and then once I'm done with that, if I have like a more interest in cyber, then I'll join uh, in a specific interest in cyber, then I'll, I'll consider a graduate degree. Another graduate. one, but um, <laughs> another one, right? Another. But <laughs> so far, that's in terms of education, that's what I would like to achieve. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's all I have. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. I think this is going to be an invaluable resource for people who are considering uh, an accelerator program versus a university program. At least they're going to have some insights to both sides of that. So thank you for spending time with us today. No, thank you for having me. I had fun. <laughs> and a big thanks to our listeners for being with us. And please remember to subscribe and review if you find this podcast interesting. And join us next time for another episode of the Cybersecurity Guide podcast.